1: Good morning, happy Friday to you. You've made it to the end of the week. You've made it that much closer to Christmas. One week from today, you'll be getting fully in the holiday spirit, if you are not already. I haven't decided yet when to kick in with the Christmas music. I normally don't listen to it, even myself, until like the week of. So sometime next week, I would start listening to christmas music and i i usually start with my favorite christmas song u2's cover of christmas baby please come home so i will definitely play that for you at some point maybe maybe all of now there's a lot of christmas songs that i would like to to roll for you so maybe we'll do that starting on monday maybe we'll wait a little bit later in the week and that's not anything to do with you that's not anything to do with me not wanting you to have a merry christmas That has to do with my own personal panic and stress about the holidays, although I'm not really stressed this year. I just haven't gone out and done any of the shopping yet. I'm sure a lot of you out there are in the same position. Uh, Mayor Mitchell and I used to joke all the time when I was having him out on Wednesdays uh, when I was on from 9 to 12, and, and even before that when I used to come in and fill in Or worked in the newsroom. Hey, did you start your Christmas shopping? Well, is it the day before Christmas? The day before Christmas Eve yet? No. Okay. (laughs) Like we were both kind of the same same mindset of we like to wait till the last minute, and you never know somebody might change their mind about what they want. Right. The hard part is when you get out there to to get it and they don't have it anymore. I, I just I could never envision being like my mom who starts Christmas shopping in July. I don't think she ever actually stops. I think if she went out the day after Christmas and saw something and was like, I'm going to get that for this person, she would save it for 365 days uh, or 364 days. I could see her doing that. Anyway, uh, this will be a good weekend to get your shopping done if you're going to get out there and do it because it's going to be some decent weather until Sunday night when the rain will come in. We're going to have another Monday like we had last week. So keep that in mind. But it's going to be 50 degrees plus. It's going to be sunny today and tomorrow. So take advantage of uh, some of that nice December weather and get out there and do that shopping if you have to. Also, though, if you're going to be heading to the Providence Place Mall, I guess I've got some good news for you. The two eastbound lanes, I'm sorry, the two westbound lanes that we're going to put on the east side of the Washington Street Bridge that were supposed to open in two weeks. And then they said, we're actually going to have them open by this weekend. They're actually open. Now they opened them up this morning or maybe uh, late yesterday, but they are open now. So you will have the ability to take those two lanes. Um, I don't know how slow and bottleneck traffic is going to be. I just looked at it on Google maps. I couldn't really see anything that was too much of a problem, but we'll see what happens uh, as the day goes on. It'll probably update. And I would definitely recommend opening up your WBSM app and using the traffic option if you want to check out the traffic before you head there or just use Google Maps traffic option, whatever it is, but, or your uh, GPS. I find that the Waze app has the most up-to-date traffic info, including how long you can expect to sit in that traffic. So it's it's worth utilizing if you don't already. And that's Waze, W-A-Z-E. That's my preferred GPS slash traffic map. But uh, yeah, those lanes are open, and also beginning Monday, they will have that ferry service from Bristol to Providence. And from what I can understand, and I was trying to read some stories about it, and it it seems like it's going to be people only and not vehicles. That they're going to move you from Bristol to Providence, where you can get on the train, get on a bus, uh, take a taxi, take an Uber, and that. They said some people will already have their vehicles in Providence. I don't know. It was a little bit confusing. But what I didn't see in there is how much is it going to cost. And I didn't see anything about, will you have to pay to park. And they're saying they can ferry 500 people a day. Or no, I I think they said 500 people at a time on these ferries. Maybe, I don't know. I'll have to go back and double check that. But still, 500 was the number they were touting around. Like, okay, great. Where are all those cars going? And they might be able to get 500 people over, but do they have the capacity to take 500 cars? And who is going to go and take that ferry and leave their car miles and miles and miles away and then have to wait to take a ferry to get back to their car? I, I get it. Some people do it when you live in Staten Island and all those places. You're used to that. People in Providence aren't used to that. They're used to driving. They're used to having their car where they want it to have. They're they're more used to driving than people that live in Boston. So what are you going to do when you don't have your car? I get like antsy when I don't have my car. It's nice to say, well, I can go and take an Uber from, you know, maybe I wanted to go out and have a few drinks tonight. Leave the car here at the station. Santa Claus is coming in this evening. He's going to be here at 7 p.m. taking phone calls from all the children. So have your kids, your grandkids, the neighbor's kids, nieces, nephews. Have all the kids ready to call beginning at 7 p.m. We're going to take as many phone calls as we can while we have Santa here. It's going to be commercial free so that we can get as many calls in from the kids as possible. So let's just say Santa and I want to go out and have a few beers after his appearance here. Uh, we could leave our my car and his sleigh here and take an uber downtown new bedford and hit up a couple of the establishments down there but i'm going to get antsy and be like well i don't have my car so if something if there's an emergency i can't just jump in my car and leave and that makes me antsy some people aren't like that some people have no problem to me it's kind of like a a helpless feeling at times it's also a very good feeling though if you're just want to not have to worry about driving afterwards. And you can say, I can have an extra beer because I'm not driving. I mean, generally when I go out, I can only have two drinks anyway. More than that, and I'm I'm too buzzed. I uh, I don't drink a lot, and so I don't have a very high tolerance. But I don't like not having my vehicle. So I can only imagine how commuters to Providence are feeling if they don't have theirs. They've also announced, too, that if you are in the East Bay area and if you are having a baby or any other medical emergency where you would normally try to drive yourself to the hospital, they are saying call an ambulance instead. Because the ambulance can use the emergency lanes that were created on the, they have like one emergency lane on the westbound side, one lane where they feel that it's safe I don't know how if I would feel if I know that the bridge was failing and they, enough that they closed it. But um, if you're in an emergency vehicle, they can get over it pretty fast. But they are suggesting that if you would normally be driving yourself to the hospital with a medical emergency, such as having a baby or a heart attack or something like that, you shouldn't drive if you're having a heart attack. But anything along those lines, call an ambulance because that ambulance can get over that emergency line. And Governor Dan McKee said that in situations like that where they had to call an ambulance, Solely so that they could use the bridge, the state is going to cover the cost of the ambulance ride. So I can't imagine between ferry service, ambulance rides, everything else that they're trying to put in to mitigate the situation, I can't imagine what this December debacle is costing the state of Rhode Island. And, of course, Channel 12 keeps peeling back the layers. Tim White and the investigative team over there at Channel 12 peeling back the layers about exactly. And I'm sure he's going to join Chris uh, sometime soon to talk about it more in depth. But this is something that was avoidable. This was information that they knew about years ago. So there'll there'll be a reckoning for that, I am sure. Governor McKee has dodged questions about if there'll be restructuring at the Rhode Island Department of Transportation. He says, you know, now's not the time to talk about that. Let's get through this. But I think uh, I think heads will roll at some point. 508-996-0500. There was also some interesting news that came out of New Bedford yesterday. And uh, Ariel talked about it in the news. But we got the press release yesterday about City Celebrates, the New Year's Eve celebration. And after having fireworks postponed multiple times the past few years and having fireworks that went off and people complained that they couldn't see them because of the cloud cover and the fog and, and inclement weather and all of that. Because of all of those situations that we've had, we got a very different reaction to this news than I thought we would. The Now, it, people love fireworks. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I The way I look at it, you've seen one firework show, you've seen them all. And I know people who go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars to put on their own firework show and they'll tell me, that's ah, better than anything you're going to see in Boston or, or New Bedford or, or Providence or Plymouth or any of those other shows. I do a better job my in my backyard with fireworks that I bought myself. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, those are set off digitally, whereas you are probably going to lose your digits, setting them off. Uh, Those are set off by computer and planned out and all that kind of stuff. You're sitting there lighting things and and running back. So I don't know. I think there's a little little bit more precision in what they're doing. Secondly, I don't care. I've seen one firework show. I've seen them all. It's just something that explodes in colors. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and be a total grinch about it and say, what a waste of money. What a waste of time getting down there to watch them. I understand why people like them. It's just not for me. I I don't mind them. I don't I, I don't like it when people set them off in the neighborhood. But I don't mind them. I don't mind that the city puts on a fireworks display or, you know, UMass Dartmouth puts one on or whoever. But I don't like... Think about, I don't get upset if I miss it. Let me put it that way. But what is happening is the more that I've seen fireworks shows get canceled or get moved. You know, in Wareham, they move the onset 4th of July fireworks and said, so we're going to do these in September with the Harvest Moon Festival instead because everybody does fireworks on the 4th of July. If you go down to Onset Beach to watch the fireworks, you have fireworks in every direction What's the point of us putting them on, too, when we could save those and do them as part of the Harvest Moon Festival in September and be the only ones having fireworks? Which I thought was a fantastic idea. But apparently the purists didn't like that idea and flipped out about it. Or when they did the same thing for the 4th of July fireworks um, in New Bedford when they had to move them last year because of the weather. Well, that's not the 4th of July anymore. Well, Would you rather they set them off in bad weather? Now, as it turns out, the day that they ended up setting them off was just as bad. But what are you going to do? So instead of having fireworks this year, the city of New Bedford is having a drone light show. And if you have never seen one of these, there's a video in the story at WBSM.com and on the app. It is amazing. This is something worth going down and seeing. And you know why? Because it can be different every single time. It's not just a bunch of colors exploding in the sky. First of all, it's a lot quieter. It's not going to bother your dog. It's not going to upset people with PTSD. Now, I got to be honest with you, and I'm sure I'm going to get angry phone calls about this. You know the fireworks are coming. Take your dog for a ride. It's, I, I get it. I totally agree with you when it's neighbors setting them off unnecessarily in the middle of the night. But when it's the 4th of July at 8.30, 9 o'clock or New Year's Eve at eight thirty nine 9 o'clock and you live right in downtown New Bedford and your dog gets upset because there's fireworks, I don't think you really have a right to complain. You knew it was coming. So, you know, that I don't really have a lot of sympathy for. But these are quieter. They don't, they're, they're a little bit easier to use when there's low clouds. You know, you still got to keep an eye out for rain and wind and all that because they're flying, but it's going to be a much more interactive display, synchronized to the music, um, displaying things that are specific to New Bedford. It's going to be really cool. Now, the downside is there's a much less, uh, much smaller viewing window for them. So you can't sit across the, the, the harbor and watch them or, you know, be miles away and look up in the sky and see them. You're going to have to be in the Union Street area, which is going to concentrate a lot more people down in that area, which is really what you want to have happen. You want everybody down there participating in the festivities, but it's going to be a little bit different. 508-996-0500. Let's take a quick call before I have to take a break. Good morning. You were on WBSM.
2: Good morning, Reverend. Good morning. I have to call you super early this time because I've got to head out. Now, about the fireworks, mm-hmm. what you said was you've seen one, you've seen them all. Well, that's like saying you ate in that restaurant, you ate in them all, okay?
1: now That is not true. Uh, every restaurant prepares well, things a little bit differently.
2: Well, the fireworks aren't exactly the same every time, and mostly I think they're for children more than the adults. So you're taking that away from the kids. And now about the drone lights. Well, I guess that's okay, but once you've seen them, remember, you've seen them all.
1: No, this is customizable. This can be different every single time. Uh,
2: so you say the fireworks are the same every single
1: time? It's the same process. It's colors exploding. The 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 um, order in which they explode might be different, or the type that goes off at each particular moment might be different, but it's really, it's very limited. Fireworks haven't changed in thousands of years.
2: Well, I have this to say about the cloudiness and we couldn't see any, and that's true because from my window I used to see them every single time. Why couldn't they postpone it for one day? Why did they go? They spent money, they put it up knowing that no one's going to see anything, and they still went ahead with it. Now that's kind of dumb.
1: Because the companies that they contract to come and put them on are already contracted for other dates at other places.
2: They ought to make an agreement ahead of time. If we're not able to do it, We'll do it the next day and make them agree to it. What is so hot about that? Well,
1: then you've got to pay for that. Then you're paying for multiple days to have that company yeah, on site well, without the doing anything. Spends
2: a lot more money on those junk things that they put on the side of the road. Those stupid monstrosities. I don't know what you call them.
1: I don't that know what you that mean.
2: That sits outside the, the, you know what I mean. That monstrosity that sits right outside the federal building over here. That's oh, ridiculous. the sculptures? Yeah, and what did they spend for that when they first put well, – how much money was that?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know if they spent money on that. But they, the city doesn't pay for the fireworks either. It's sponsored.
2: Okay, that's good. One more thing before I hang up. Uh, what did I hear on the news this morning? I thought that those weight loss shots came in single doses. People are overdosing on it now. Aren't they single dosages?
1: They do. It's, it's, one, it's one, um, one dose per syringe, and you get four so syringes in it- the package.
2: You get four. Mm-hmm. So you're doing this yourself right from the start. You never had to go in and have the doctor give you the shot?
1: No, no, you do it yourself.
2: So this means that they're taking more than one dose on their own. It could also be an overdose, too, if you take it too
1: soon within the the time because you have to wait a week and uh, you're not supposed to take it until that week has passed. So it could be that they're taking it, you know, on Monday and then they're starting to feel hungry on Wednesday or Thursday. And then they take another shot because they think that's going to suppress their appetite. But that's that's not the way that it works.
2: Uh, if you know anything at all about me by now, I don't believe in medicines whatsoever. I don't take any, nothing. I take no medicine whatsoever. The doctors were not trained in nutrition at all. They just trained to dispense medications. This is not going to work out well. It's it's not. So for it to be on the news like this, there must be a lot of overdoses going on.
1: I don't know. I mean, you, I think that's you, what you... they
2: said. There's, there's, there's a, a report of it, a lot of overdosing, but they didn't say, if their overdoses caused any deaths, it just said a lot of overdoses. Overdose I, don't mean you die every time.
1: Yeah, so. I don't think. I think the overdoses on in this particular case would cause you to just get extremely ill. You know, vomiting, extreme diarrhea. I don't know that anybody well, would die from it, but unless you, I mean, obviously, if you get severely dehydrated, you could die anyway from anything. What is the latest with you? You lost more? Yeah, I'm down to about two twenty-one. So I, I just uh, they upped my dose a couple weeks ago. And, uh, I'm starting to get to the point where, you know, I'm seeing some significant weight loss again after it had kind of steadied off a little bit. So doing, doing pretty well.
2: So when you lose weight like that, and then all of a sudden they come back around and they, they increase your dose. That's almost like an overdose. If you're losing, you should be lowering it, not putting more.
1: No, because, yourself more. because after a while your body gets used to it and it no longer does what it's supposed to do. So they have to increase the dose a little bit too. Um, to just well, kick in the same reaction that i was having before
2: i wish you well reverend at Thank the you. end of this all after you get off your medication you do plan to get off don't you mm-hmm.
1: yep Make i'm sure not going to take continue. it forever
2: okay <laughs> uh, when you get down to what weight will you stop are they going to wean you off you still give it to you little by little by little and cut you down or or just they stop it
1: no, I think they do wean you off. I think you can go back down to some uh, some smaller doses just to see if that's working. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, then I, I, I can tell you, happen? I can stop right now.
2: Well, do you know what's going to happen, reverend? As soon as they start doing that to you and you've lost weight and you're going down, then they don't have to give you so much. And as they start weaning you off, a few pounds come back and then they grab you again and you're on the doses again. This is going to go on and well, that's on. a, this that's is what I think
1: that's a personal I choice. It's only
2: my opinion.
1: I mean, if what? I go if I go off it and I gain a few pounds, I'm not going to be running back to them and saying, I gained a few pounds. I need more of the medicine. I'm going to say, well, well, like that's on me now. That's on me to get rid of those couple of pounds.
2: Well, it's going to be on you. But let's say you, you gained back more than yesterday and a few. Well, if I gain back a few, I'm not going to run back. Well, let's say you gained back 20. You're heading up the scale again. The numbers are going to go up again. And so now what do you think that doctor is going to suggest for you? He's going to suggest that we put you on it again until you learn how to eat better and learn how to eat the right way. This is going to go on and on and on. Well, on they can
1: suggest it. It doesn't mean I have to do it.
2: We'll see. I know you're going to be honest about it, won't you now when the time comes
1: yeah i'm, I'm if i uh, listen I, if I struggle and I have problems that i need it, I'll, I'll go on it again and I'll be honest about it, but I don't foresee that being the case.
2: Well, I can wish you luck I appreciate it if you if you have to take something in order to reach your goal, when you stop that something, it's going to go right back to the way it was over time unless you can really. Control yourself, which if you could have, you could have controlled yourself before all, the, all those shots. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm wishing you luck. Not necessarily. I think, that's, I think
1: that's a broad brush, but I mean, do you, does everybody that chews nicorette, the minute they stop chewing nicorette, start smoking again?
2: No, but listen, I have spoken to people that have been on these shots for over two years already, and when they've stopped, they've all had problems, all of them. So if you can be that special one or two that don't have problems, then I'll be happy for you. I want to see you succeed. I, I, I don't want to see anybody feel, because I know the struggle. My life story is up and down, up and down, ridiculous. I finally, finally got a hole on it and without no medication, and I'm not going to stop doing it. I advise anybody that talks to me about it, and I tell them all about it. And they're willing to try. And so far, so good. So far, so good. As long as you're not deathly ill, there's a lot of people that can't do uh, uh, a keto diet or a carnivore diet. There's many people that just can't do it, mm-hmm. and I understand that. Yeah, but well, you can are other ways still.
1: I'll tell you what, Thank this, you for the time. this summer yeah. you and I are going to be out there with our swimsuits on and our beach bodies. so.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> one long walk will satisfy me. We can walk, and you're younger than me. I want to know who's going to get worn out first, you or me. Set a date and set a time. Yeah, we'll have as to long do it. As it's not, As long as it's not freezing, uh, too humid and hot. Not a hot summer day. I'm the same way. I don't want to want it too hot. Let me know when you're ready, and I'll be there.
1: You got it. All right. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Take care. You
2: too. Bye-bye.
1: And uh, we will take more of your calls coming up. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day from Ariel Dorsey.
3: The Biden administration says there's been no assessment on whether Israel is following international law and its war on Hamas. The State Department was asked on Thursday whether Israel was using U.S. supplied weapons appropriately. Spokesman Matthew Miller said the administration is monitoring the conflict and is urging Israeli forces to minimize civilian casualties. The U.S. Senate is delaying its holiday break and returning to work next week to hammer out an immigration deal. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will be back in session on Monday and that negotiators are working through the weekend. Senate Republicans say an immigration deal is crucial before they can vote on U.S. aid to Israel and Ukraine. Court records show the FBI was tipped off by the social media platform Discord about a teenager's plans of a mass shooting at an Ohio synagogue. The FBI says the teen was possibly coordinating with an individual in Washington state. The 13 year old is scheduled to appear in court next week on charges of inducing panic and disorderly conduct. Elon Musk is apparently funding a new school in Texas. Bloomberg says tax documents show that associates of the multibillionaire are planning to launch a new primary and secondary school and eventually a university in the city of Austin. An IRS application requesting tax exempt status says the new school will teach STEM subjects and other topics. The Las Vegas Raiders destroyed the Los Angeles Chargers 63-21 in an AFC West battle on Thursday night football. The Raiders put together a dominant showing on both sides of the ball and jumped out to a 42-0 lead at halftime. The Raiders snapped a three-game losing skid and now sit third in the division at 6-8. Curb Your Enthusiasm is ending after 12 seasons. The streaming service Max announced on Thursday that the final season of Larry David's Emmy-winning comedy series will return in February with 10 episodes. Curb Your Enthusiasm debuted in 2000 featuring Larry David playing a comic version of himself in mostly improvised performances. In sports, the Celtics extended their winning streak after taking down the Cavaliers 116-107. to Jason Tatum led the team in scoring with 27 points and Jalen Brown chipped in with 22 points. The Celtics will host the Orlando Magic tonight. The Patriots took the victory win over the Steelers on Thursday night football. The team is likely to be without running back Ramondre Stevenson as he continues to recover from an ankle injury. This Sunday, they will face off against the Chiefs. And the Bruins placed defenseman Charlie McAvoy and forward Pavel Zaka on injured reserve. They recalled forward Patrick Brown and defenseman Parker Watherspoon from Providence on an emergency basis. Tonight, the team will visit the New York Islanders. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with abc6
4: happy friday morning everybody warming trend as of today this morning in the mid to lower 30s with mostly clear skies at temperatures for this afternoon around 50 keep in mind 44 is the normal high under mostly sunny skies overnight mid 30s mostly clear for tomorrow stellar of a day around 50 with mostly sunny skies and as we head into the overnight hours clouds increase gray and a slight chance of rain for sunday afternoon be sure to watch abc6 for my full seven-day forecast from the abc6 weather center i'm meteorologist ceci del carmen
3: on new Bedford's news talk station 1420 wbsm i'm ariel dorsey for wbsm news stay up to date with new bedford's news talk station wbsm and get breaking news alerts with the wbsm app
2: I saw her sitting in the rain
1: Welcome back in. Uh, so I looked during the news, I was looking into some of the the reports about the, the weight loss drug overdoses. And you know what I think is part of what's happening here? And this has happened to me where because you are injecting yourself with, so basically what it is, is it's a syringe, but it's a spring loaded syringe. So every, I'd take my dose on Friday night. So every Friday night I have to, find a spot on my stomach or upper thigh. Um, there's a couple of other places that you can do it, but those are the only two places I've really, I've really done it. And I have to take a alcohol wipe and clean the area. And then I take this syringe out of the fridge. I have to unlock it. There's a little lock mechanism at the top. You have to unlock it, push it against your skin. And then you push down with your thumb and that puts the needle into your skin. They say to hold it for 10 seconds and then let the button go. But the needle itself retracts pretty quickly. And it goes in and comes out very quickly. It doesn't last a 10 seconds, but they say hold it for 10 seconds anyway, just to be sure. And then it locks again so that you can't reinject yourself with the needle. And then you take the syringe... And you have a sharps container that you put it into. So I think what's happening with people here is they're giving themselves the dose. And then they don't feel like the needle went into them because it might go in quick and come out quick. There's been times that uh, it's gone in and out of me very quickly. And I've said that couldn't have worked. And just for example, you know, and what I normally do is I take another alcohol wipe. And I wipe off with a little, little tiny bit of blood that might show up from pricking myself with a needle. It's just a little bit. um, But then I wipe that off so I can, you know, put my shirt back on and go to bed. Or if I'm not sleeping with a shirt on, I don't get that little blood spot on on my sheets. So like last week, for example, I didn't see the little spot of blood. And so my thought was, oh, did it not go in? I don't think it went in. I don't think I have my dose for this week. But I said, I'm just going to hold off and see what happens. And as it turns out, everything was fine. I just must must have hit enough of a spot where it didn't, you know, enough of a fatty spot, I guess, where it didn't, it didn't bleed. And there are probably people who are having that same reaction saying, I better take another one just to be sure. Or they can't keep track of when they took it. They took it on Friday and then the next week they took it on Thursday or Wednesday. And that's going to make them sick. That's going to make you vomit. That's going to make you feel nauseous. That's going to give you diarrhea. That's going to dehydrate you. So I think that that might be a big part of what's happening here. The real issue is... You know, the, not everybody has a pharmacist who's going to go through every step with them or a doctor that's going to go through every step with them. They're going to say, this is how you do it. Okay. And then like you get home and you're like, wait, well, how am I supposed to do that? Like my pharmacist took it out of the box. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. She had a, a, a test one and she had me take the test one. She had me put it against my skin. She had me unlock it. She had me hold it down and show her how I was going to do it. And maybe there's just some cases where they ask people, do you know how to do it? Yeah, I know how to do it. So that, that might be kind of what's mixing some people up. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
4: Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Did you have sugar before you started taking
1: that? Did I have sugar? You yeah, have sugar diabetes? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm diabetic.
4: Oh, so they, that's usually given to people with diabetes, that's
1: Yeah. I went, I didn't need it for diabetes because I don't, I don't have to take anything for diabetes. I just take metformin. Um, they don't even make me check my blood sugar. I don't have to do that. They just test, they just test me when I go in for a checkup every three or four months and then, you know, they adjust my medication accordingly, but you know, my A1C has gone down quite a bit. So, but it was the Diabetes that allowed me to get this prescription to be able to use it for weight loss. Now, now they've made it so that the FDA has approved it for weight loss, but not insurance. Not all insurance companies will cover it
4: for that. Um, uh, you know, can't you see the liquid in the syringe? You asked. You were saying that it might have not went in.
1: No, you you can't.
4: can't. You can't see the liquid.
1: No, it's like um, it's it's uh, it's it's not it's not opaque. No, wait,
4: they, sh- they should probably make it that way. That way that that would help probably. What don't you think?
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think the, the real thing that, that makes the difference is that it goes in and then it goes back out and on its own, like it's spring loaded and people just have to trust that you just have to trust that it, it, it does the job. And if it didn't do the job and for some reason it didn't work, you know, you'll be okay. If you miss a week, try again next Friday, you know?
4: Yeah. Anyways, I'm glad that um, talking about medication. I'm glad I heard on the uh, news that um, Biden is gonna put a stop to them, um overcharging Medicare and the taxpayers for this. Like, and some of the med- medicines are outrageous Price Yeah. Is on them. That's on the news today.
1: Yeah, they, they they're working on trying to get some of that down, but I think the problem is, is you know, as long as People, as long as the insurance companies keep paying it, the drug companies can keep asking for it. And as long as, you know, the insurance companies have to pay it, they're going to keep charging us more.
4: No, they're not because he's going to, he intervened and it's, it's, they're charging it to Medicare.
1: Yeah, I hope, I hope that they can fix it. And then I hope that when new things come out, they can bring things down to a more reasonable cost right from the start.
4: Yeah, but now if Trump was in, he wouldn't do that because he's for the money.
1: No, he talked about wanting to do the same thing. He was he was trying to do the same. He was trying to take same, the same kind of measures. Oh, really? Hmm. One of the one of the things that I liked about him was that he he wanted to kind of. And I don't think he just got to the point where he had the chance to do it. I'm sure, if you know, if COVID hadn't happened, they could have worked more on it. But it's hard in the middle of a global pandemic to say now I'm going to go after the insurance companies and and the drug manufacturers and, and bring all that down. But that was something he talked quite a bit about. Do you
4: think he's going to get in?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I find it hard right now with everything that's going on to think that either person is, uh, is has a good chance of it. I think there's a there's a real possibility that Trump doesn't become the the Republican nominee, but we'll see.
4: But I think it, the ticket would be good if it was him and that Haley. Is it Haley or Haley?
1: Yeah, Haley? Nikki Haley. I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they can get along enough anymore.
4: That's what I'm saying. He doesn't get along with anybody. So the thing is, it's either his way or the highway. But how, who can he work with? That's the thing I say, you know. I, I mean, if it was him and her, forget it.
1: No, there's there's I lots mean, of people that would work with him. It's just it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it would be somebody that would attract people to the ticket that wouldn't normally be voting for Donald Trump.
4: The whole time he was in, I watched. There's nobody he got along with, and he also was firing everybody that he had. And that's what I—he's he, just not presidential that way. But all these people just love him as a clown. I say he should go and be— um, a uh, comedian and make money doing that. He makes
0: more
1: money doing that at his uh, rallies. Yeah. Well, I got I to gotta right. hold you there because I'm behind on breaks, but thank you for the call. Thank and you. you have a nice weekend.
4: You too.
1: All right, callers, hang on. I am behind on the break, so I've got to get caught up. We'll be back in just a few moments.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early
1: so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com
0: or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: And welcome back
1: in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
0: Morning, Tim. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Um, just uh, to jump on the previous call, talking about insurance, uh, I'll never not go without praising Mark Cuban for what he did. I mean, we're talking about lowering drug prices. Mark Cuban has that cost plus, and he has dropped so many different pharmaceutical drugs. And by like some some by like 90%, no insurance, you can pay it outright 90%. And this guy did it as a private, as a private company. He's still making a profit and he's still doing it. And and he's dropping drug prices by like 90%, 80%, depending on the drug. Obviously, if we could get Mark Cuban, if Mark Cuban can do that, you know, there's no reason why our government can't do it. It's just a reluctance to do it because they're all in the pocket of big business because they just donate to their campaign. Right. I Personally, I think we should go back to the days before FDR, because um, back, back when Franklin Roosevelt was president, he put price caps and, and wage caps uh, during the war. So you couldn't really compete. Right. So uh, business couldn't compete on on wages so they had to add something so they added health insurance so they that's how we got insurance tied to your employment and essentially what happens is now insurance just pays the bill and pharmaceuticals like usa and pharmaceuticals can just charge whatever because the insurance is gonna the insurance company is just gonna continue to pay i think what we need to go back to is an insurance pays for catastrophic care and you go to the doctor on the, for, for an annual, and you pay out of out of pocket. And now you're able to actually control the price because you control the dollar. If we private, eliminate insurance companies, I think that manipulated the market, ex, you know, extravagantly.
1: Yeah, and and the the other part of it too is that there's no real oversight to what's going on. The consumer doesn't know about these things until they're getting the bill later on. Imagine if imagine if you were in the hospital and they said, do you you know do you want some some morphine for that or do you want just some right. Tylenol with codeine? And they're like, the morphine is three hundred dollars. The Tylenol with codeine is fifteen bucks. You know, if they like went over those kind of things with you at that level right. of service, you might feel a little bit differently and and, and pick something different. Well, I I
0: don't know because here's it is, it is the thing when When the insurance pay when the insurance company's paying, you're like, "I don't care insurance company's paying a lot of people have that have that attitude right, but we also, we also we also have of,
1: a copay to that that people don't always realize either
0: right no i I get it, and if you're in the hospital, that Tylenol with coding coding is not fifteen bucks, that's more like forty five dollars for one pill you know because they upcharged insanely amount of money um so I think if we went back eliminated you know. All types of insurance that, you know, you go for your annual, you go for your your regular checkup or you go for your, your monthly medication, right? So if you're on, I don't know, um a Tervistatin, like Lipitor or something, you should be able to just go into the doctor, get your script and, and walk out the door and go to the pharmacy and go to one pharmacy and see what the price is over there and shop around mm-hmm. and and pay for essentially the the power of your dollar will drive down the cost of the cost of the, uh, of the medication. But a lot of people, they don't, because they don't know and because they have insurance, they actually don't care. I know personally, my parents are like, anytime there was a little ache or pain, you went to the doctor. It was nothing. It was a strained arm, you know, a strained muscle, but if because they have insurance, they just went, but if they have to actually pay out of pocket, they wouldn't have gone to the doctor right
1: away. And if covering preventative care was was something that, you know, insurance companies were actually interested in doing. And, uh, well, and they if,
0: do now. That's the whole thing. Well, they're they, starting they, to,
1: yeah. But the, the problem is, is there's been so many years of reaction to situations yeah. rather than avoiding situations because there's more money to be made. And that's the thing. I know somebody who works in the, in the drug industry and he told me yeah. outright, there's more money to be made in treating chronic issues than there is in curing them. So you're never going to get you know, the cures when you can get the, the,
0: uh, the yeah, care. When you have a per- exactly. When you have a perpetual customer base, it's they're never going to find a cure because then you lose your customer.
1: Mm-hmm. I got to just hold you, you know? there though. Cause I got to take a final break. But, thank you way. for the call. Have a good weekend. Glad and call, callers, hang on. We will get to you. I just got to take this one final break. If we don't get to you this hour, we'll get to you at the start of the night. Um, All right, let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time.